Welcome to episode 232 of the Master SM Podcast. I am the Captain Dazzy Dangerously, along with the best deal in the business, the Butcher. And, Mike, you're getting more nicknames every week. The walking, talking, strutting, promo cutting, wrestling encyclopedia, Mike Larkin. Yeah! <laughs> and I'm not saying that one very quick after a deep breath. <laughs> walking, fucking, strutting, fucking... Yes, actually, I'll get into that now. It's been a roller coaster weekend, so I thought it was the right time to freshen things up a little bit and bring on a fresh voice who's never been on Max before, is not part of the promo climax. Um, but. Just some guy. <laughs> joining me from the cinematic land of the big blue and silver O. Chad's making his debut. Welcome to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hello, Chad. Uh, thanks for having me on. It is an honour to be in the presence of Mikey Two Belts. Wow, thank you, Chad. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be speaking with you as well. Oh. Oh, oh Mike. Yes? I'm sure you recognise that music and that voice. Yep, mm-hmm. yes I do. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 what a week. For Chad to join us because um, Mr. Kenny Killer is decided to cash in today. He's cashing in right now. Let me get Kenny on the line. Yo, yo, yo! Time to yo. cash in. Time to cash in, son. <laughs> All right. Now it's that time. <laughs> yeah, he didn't wait as long as Phoenix. He waited literally an entire year. But that's yeah, mostly that's because he was sleeping. Bit, bit. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix was catching up for like seven months. So. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's all caught up now. Is he? He's all caught he up, is? yeah. Jesus. Now, the beauty of the Iron Bank contract being cashed in is I don't have to do a damn thing. Because Kenny and Mike uh, have prepared months in advance by writing questions for each other. All I've got to do is keep the time. And if you've listened to the show before, you should know by now that when the time's up, you hear this noise. <laughs> there you go. We have te- ah, there you go. Thank you, Vader. The great Leon White. <laughs> okay, uh, as usual, you get 15 seconds between each question. Uh, Kenny, as the challenger, would you like to ask the questions first or answer the questions first? Uh... <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's answer the questions first. All right, Mike, have you got your first question for Kenny ready? I do. Okay, 15 seconds after the question is asked. Your time starts after Mike asks the question. Okay. Who was the first WCW Cruiserweight Champion? Ooh, the first WCW Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, boy. Um, I say... That wasn't my phone. Uh, oh, <laughs> I say... Um, uh, flying Brian Pillman. Just in time, Mike. Um, true. Brian, flying Brian Pillman was the first WCW light heavyweight champion, but the first oh. WCW champion was Shinjiro Otani. Damn. He defeated uh, somebody by the name of the Pegasus Kid in the finals. Pegasus Kid, who we know as uh, Chris Benoit. Yeah, I was going to yes. say whatever happened to Pegasus Kid. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't, <laughs> we won't get into that. Okay, Kenny, your first question for Mike. Okay, uh, my first question for you, Mike, is um, Telly Blanchard is the father of Tessa Blanchard, but who is the stepfather? Oh. Magnum TA. 
you go down. <laughs> Correct. Stop. Uh, that's a good question because I just saw something about that the other day. Uh, somebody gave Tessa shit on Twitter, so she gave it on back. <laughs> uh, okay, one point to Mike. I should have said before we started this, actually, of course, it's a win that Kinney needs, but obviously the title doesn't change hands on a draw. So it is best out of ten. Next question for Kinney. Waterproof Blondes sang the theme songs for which WWE superstars? Say that again. Waterproof Blondes. Yes, Waterproof Blondes sang the theme song Mm. for which WWE superstars? Oh, I know this as well. um, Waterproof Blondes. Shit. Oh, quickly. Oh, um... Oh God! I'm up, yeah. Mike. Oh, yeah. I yes. Think, I think one was Christian. Yes, one was Christian. Do you know who the other one was? I wasn't aware they did another oh, one. Who was that for? I was going to say that as well. Oh, God bless thought... the soul. Come on, Sean O'Hare. Oh. I thought when you said superstars, I thought you meant as in t- as in um, as like in a, a tag, tag team. team. No. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Christian was going to be my first answer, but I thought, oh, no, it must be a tag team. Yeah, uh. so, so the thing is, Christian's theme song, Waterproof Blonde, which is also featured on the WWE music theme song uh, album Thematic, and Sean O'Hare's Come On, this was right after he had All My Friends Crush You by Neurotica as his theme when he first came in in 2002. Cool. Okay, next question for Mike. Okay, my next question is... Um, TNA started out alongside the NWA, but what year did they leave the NWA? I'm going to say 2004, because 2002 and 2003 were the NWA TNA years, so I'll say 2004. Incorrect. Oh. It's 2007. Oh, okay. All right. I thought, I didn't mean to think the title. I was thinking the name of the promotion. That's okay. Yeah, it's when Kurt Angle became the first TNA champion. Ah, okay. See, see, very. That was a trick question, but okay. I'll take it. Too right. bro. Don't be pulling a phoenix. A trick I'm, I'm blaming the lag on that. Is what I'm doing. I'm blaming the lag. Next question for Kenny. Okay, this rapper appeared on the song "Pa" with The Rock. Who was that artist? Can you repeat that, please? Yes, sir. This rapper appeared on the song "Pa." With The Rock. Who was that artist? Rock. Um, I'll say uh, Master P. Probably wrong. But I'll say Master P. Mike? No. It was the legendary Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Okay, still one point to Mike. Next question for Mike. Okay, which wrestler's real name is Ed Leslie? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Correct. Shit, that was quick. Well, okay. When you got someone who was the Zodiac and all those whack-ass gimmicks and the Booty Man and whatever the hell he was called, you don't forget a name like Ed Leslie. It's kind of like Leslie Charles, who was the real name of Billy Ocean. (laughs) Okay. Next question for Kenny. This WWF superstar appeared alongside Hulk Hogan in the 1991 movie Suburban Commando. Who was he? Can you repeat that again, please? Yes, sir. 
This WWF superstar appeared alongside Hulk Hogan in the 1991 movie Suburban Commando. Who was it? Suburban Commando. <sighs> I want to say um, Roddy Roddy Piper. Incorrect. This was the one and only debut in a movie of The Undertaker. You're a dead oh, man, wow. Ramsey. There you go. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie like once, and that was a long time ago. No wonder you guys never talk. <laughs> okay, uh, two points to Mike at the moment. Next question is for you, Mike. Okay. Okay. Um, so, who was the last person to beat Bruno Sammartino for the WWE title? Was it Ivan? No, hold on. Ivan Cola? Incorrect. Ah, who was it? It was superstar Billy Graham. Ooh. Ah, all right, I'll take that. Up. I was still before my time, so it's all good. <laughs> Next question for Kenny. Alrighty. Hulk Hogan, brother, 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 appeared in a cameo role in this 1999 film. What was that film, Kenny? 1999 mm-hmm. film? Yep. Jeez. Hulk Hogan, 99. Jeez. Um, fuck knows. I'm going to say um, Matrix. <laughs> Incorrect. And do you know what that film was, Kenny? No. It's a movie that also starred Mr. Jeffrey Tambor. I'm talking about Muppets from Space. Oh, God. What a goose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 One, two, three, four, five. Okay, we're at the halfway point. Next question for Mike. Okay, the next question for Mike is, El Snow defeated Bob Holly for the hardcore title at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which ended in a river. But which river was it? The Mississippi River. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of random trivia Mike knows straight off the bat well, yeah. well here's the thing man well you're rolling the some bitch in the cold cold water and you're doing what they did it was absolutely amazing wrapped him up in a chain link fence mm-hmm. right next question for Kenny this also goes back to Sean O'Hare in 2003 Sean O'Hare and this WWE Hall of Famer challenged Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri on the to, on this 2003 hmm. episode, hailing live from Madison Square Garden for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, who was that Hall of Famer? Hot Rod Roddy Piper. Correct. Okay. Nothing is lost yet. There's still four or five questions to go. Mike, question number six for you. Okay. Okay. Uh... Question number six. Kurt Angle made his WWE um, wrestling debut at Survivor Series 1999, but who was his opponent? Sean Stasiak, a.k.a. Meat. Correct. <laughs> okay, that's four correct for Mike, uh, which means Kenny needs every question correct now to stay in. Okay. This wrestler appeared on WCW Monday Night Nitro in 2001. Against Christopher Daniels, and he also appeared in the 1998 documentary Beyond the Mat. Who was this wrestler, Kenny? Uh, can you repeat the question, please? Yes, sir. 
This wrestler appeared on WCW Monday Night Nitro in 2001 against Christopher Daniels, as well as in the WWF documentary Beyond the Mat. Who was that wrestler, Kenny? Mm. Beyond the Mat. Mm. I'll give you a couple of extra seconds because that was a long question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Beyond the Mat. Oh, I'm just going to say... Um, uh, uh, Elix Skipper. Incorrect. It was Mike Modest. So that is 4-1 to Mike. You are, of course, still the knowledge champion. Hey. Hey. Whoa. But you, yes. you'd still face insurmountable odds at promo series. I know. Winner stays on. Four, it's going to be good. Four challenges. <laughs> Well done, brother. I could have given you harder questions, but I decided to be to to, to not go that route. <laughs> okay, those are very good questions, and I I think you came at me well, so I appreciate you, brother. Uh, Kenny's living the dream today as well. He's working from home. Oh, very <laughs> just just to be on the show. <laughs> exactly. You know how I do. I try and sort out when I can. You know, try and get on the show. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for you know. Um, obliging to the cash-in and all that because you know how it is like it's hard to kind of um get things into perspective sometimes when you're very very busy so yep. yeah thanks for that it's my pleasure i was about to get into evan courageous territory since we both interviewed him but you know it's okay nice free count <laughs> <laughs> uh well mr killer mr killer i never called you that before mr killer mr killer it's almost like uh, last week when uh, Mr. Costello got caught talking to somebody's page on Facebook while he was getting a Starbucks at the window. As Mike will attest to. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Kenny, I'm sure we'll see you soon. Um, yeah, And again, congratulations with everything going on with Dadcast. It's taken off mm. like a fucking rocket, like a spaceship with a rocket fuel. <laughs> it's going good, man. Thanks for, thanks for that. Tear, ba- tear down that cockpit door, Kenny. Tear down that cockpit door. <laughs> i got to say as well, thanks to Larkin for tuning into the radio show. Uh, um, it's you know, I love your work, yeah. man. It's, uh, yeah, it's good to get support from stateside, so thanks for that, bro. Uh, you're very welcome. All right, I'm sure uh, you've got some work to do, so is there anything you need to plug? Obviously, that um, yeah, yeah, just that cast with the man them. Um, we're on radio um, in Bristol every uh, every Monday, sorry, from 9, um, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. But we also have a live, uh, a Facebook live feed that happens for people who can't tune into the radio. So you can still hear the same songs and still get into the chat. That cast with the man them. Uh, you'd follow us on, on Facebook, um, follow our Facebook page, and then you will see the live feed come up um, every Monday. Uh, yeah, you can also follow us just at... Um, Dadcast WTMD on all social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, so make sure you, you follow us on that and see all the you know all the cool things we're doing. Uh, you know, giving fathers a platform to talk about their kids. Chad. Yes, I'm really interested in that. I should be able to give that a follow later. <laughs> cool, man. Just just holler. Just find us on on Facebook, and you know we'll probably get you on on the radio. Oh, nice fun. Look forward to it. All right. Uh, All right, guys. Thanks for having me on, bro. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. We will see you soon. Uh, good luck with everything. All right. Um, so, 
we haven't actually dis dis discussed anything yet, so... Um... Hold on, before you even do anything, I have a question. I, I get cool nicknames, so this son of a gun gets a cool-ass entrance theme like that. What the hell is that shit? You, you, you've you got, uh, is it Snoop Dogg? Oh, yeah, Next that's episode? True. Yeah, that's true. Okay, alright, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I digress, but god dang, that was a cool entrance theme. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... So, we were promised a big announcement on Raw this week, and it didn't happen, because one, Chris Jericho already broke the news that we already knew anyway, um, that NXT is moving to Wednesday nights on USA Network for a two-hour show. Told you. Yeah, don't forget. Just saying. We, to we told you so. Yep. <laughs> about five, and it got an extra hour. Uh, do you know what? I'm fine with it going an extra hour. I'm fine with it going live. I'm not fine with Vince being more involved, as I'm sure nobody is. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Uh, however, um, obviously XFL is coming up soon, so with any luck, he'll fuck off to the XFL and run it, it and run it into the ground again. It's like, be interesting because his age to run Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and uh, that's a lot to do. Yeah. That's a lot to handle for one guy, even at his age. And I found it funny. They did uh, an interview with Triple H on NXT's Facebook page, and he couldn't look more unhappy about it. So how do you feel about your father-in-law taking over and ruining all your hard work? Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled, you know. Because I'd say he's put years and years of work into it just for this to happen. Yeah. And I see how it's... Because obviously he's built it from the ground and now it's going TV, live, whatever. But he's losing majority of control. Yeah, NXT is his baby. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's got to be frustrated already anyway with the amount of stars that have been called up and absolutely ruined. Yeah, we <clears throat> I was just naming him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it hundred percent says that there's definitely be there will definitely be people coming from the main down to NXT. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, which isn't yes. bad so long as they're just enhancement. You know, as long as they're there to push the younger guys, not you know, get wins and go over all the time. Yeah, yeah. kind of like saw a sample of that when they brought like the Apollo Cruises and all those guys down. But I could see like an Alistair Black coming down for like a cameo and just doing his thing and having fun. I could also see some uh, inter stuff with the NXT UK and intertwine those two together and have them come in. So it's all I'm gonna say is AEW done fucked up. Yes, thank you, Butcher. I was about to get to that. AEW done fucked up. Tell you it. it, it that is, that is, well, I, I'm not going to say I said it, because we all kind of joined in, but it, yeah. come on, I mean, fuck's sake. Well, it wasn't hard. You weren't going to have AEW have the run of the mill. No, NXT was going to go whatever night AEW was going to go on. Mm -hmm. You know, and like Tommaso Ciampa said, you know what I mean? He made that title. <laughs> Speaking of Champa, um, I'm sure we're expecting him back sometime soon. I was sat there watching his video the other day by the ring, throwing his phone, <laughs> and I was like, "Please, what? What if it? What if it? What if the attacker was Champa?" Oh, that would be brilliant. 
So good. Here's the thing about that. We got fucking double fucking Rowan. <laughs> it's actually his brother, Derek Rowan. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, it's like Kurt and Eric all over again. Eric and Derek. <laughs> Eric and Derek. <laughs> he looked a big guy, though. Size of it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty big, to be fair. Big guy. Fucking shoulders on him. Uh, I have to laugh. I'd be, all for, I'd be all for that. The ginger beards. <laughs> the ginger nuts. Um, I had to laugh at the people who were so convinced it was Luke Harper who'd had a shave and dyed his beard. No. That's great, man. Be- behave. I like he'd be smacked over the head with something. No, he had a big fuck off egg on his head. <laughs> he was, he's like an, like an older Opie. Opie Winston. Can you imagine the conversation between them two? I like chickens. <laughs> Daniel Bryan <laughs> horrified in the corner. <laughs> so I don't get the way that it went off the air. Like, you've got Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns in the same room, and then they <laughs> yeah. reveal who it is, and that's it. Yeah. Like, quit. I commit to think that nothing else happened after that. That was such a nitro ending. Uh, if you, well, who was that? Du- oh, sorry, man. Who was that douchebag that kept saying that that was good, that was Luke Harper all along? I'm like, yeah. What? The funny thing about the clip I found, uh, if you watch it back, right at the start, as soon as they pull the hood off, you just hear one guy in the audience with the highest pitched laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch that. <laughs> I think Roman's Reigns' face told the story as SmackDown went off the air. Yeah, he was just like, who the hell wrote this shit? <laughs> it was shit. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Bischoff. Shit, that, that can't be Bischoff's writing. Well, doesn't he like to do like those whodunit type of things? The Hummer, Des? The Hummer? Well, yeah, but not with a fucking... Listen, right. A Spider-Man no scene. way is that... There's no way that's getting okayed without Vince McMahon say so. Yeah, True. or that Vince all over it. They'll find it hilarious. He looks just like him. <laughs> just <laughs> like him. And Daniel can look confused in the background. Why they just like locked him up in a locker room for about an hour with something on his head? I I do <laughs> think it would have made I do think it would have made sense for it to have been a Luke Harper. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Logically, though, I don't know why they kept him in the locker room all night with a bag on his head. Because obviously they well, knew who it was. Well, technically, it doesn't go yeah. with the verbiage of Buddy Murphy with the whole, I'm pretty sure it was Eric Rowan. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of Buddy Murphy, what a fucking match. D- Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Dude. Oh, <laughs> my God. Buddy Murphy is showcasing, man. Mm-hmm. About damn time. Yeah, it is. How long has he been on SmackDown since the night after WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. So he's had, like, yeah. what, two matches? Like, no, it was end of two five. He's only been on SmackDown not too long, though. Oh, so, like, let's say two months. Yeah, probably. And now he's going to fight Ali in that King of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the King of the Ring is going well. Speaking of King of the Ring, I'm, yes. not, surpri- I'm not surprised by any of the results. No. I knew Kev, Kevin Owens and Shane have got one more outing. Yep. Mm. And and if if my pick, have we all got a pick? Who's going to win? 
Yeah. I've got to go oh. with Elias. I got to go Ooh. with Elias. Ooh. If there's one person that can take advantage of the crown mm. and make yeah. and make it look good, he's going to have his own song about the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's, you're, going to, you're going to have the King of the Ring, the best in the world. I'm telling you, it's gonna it's got to be Elias. Well, I think a lot of people are also picking Drew McIntyre, but I can see the Elias scenario. Well, so far we've got Joe, Elias, Cedric, and Andrade in the quarterfinals. My pick will be qualifying next week when he beats The Miz. Mr. King Corbin. Uh, what? I don't know what they see in this character. I mean, he, he was great in NXT. I loved that character. But then they mm-hmm. turned him into fucking Murr from Impractical Jokers. And <laughs> for some reason, they keep pushing him. Because he's a purdy man, that's why. Yeah, okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that. <laughs> uh, they also made a boob. Apparently, Joe's gone straight to the semifinals on the on the winner's oh, graphic. I see that, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And obviously, people are like, is this, is this a boob or a botch or a spoiler or what? Considering they've got a history of putting the wrong name brackets up, I'm going to go with a, a boob. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that one. <laughs> Now, with you guys, i got to ask, since Sami Zayn loses, now they're partnering him with Nakamura. Well, they dropped his feud with uh, with Ali. Yeah. That went nowhere. Yes. Sami, Sami Zayn is on his way out. Yeah. Sami Zayn is pushing. They don't give a shit Nexus. about Sami Zayn. He's breaking so many rules now. Um... The best thing it's, for him would be his to... dispute with him, one of the fans in the crowd, <laughs> where he verbally abused him. Which I verbally abused a WWE fan. I mean, the first, the stupid as fuck. I mean, <laughs> I've always said it. You know what I mean? Mindless sheep that will just do what you want them to do. Yeah. As the Rock and CM Punk have both pointed out. There was a line from Sami Zayn that I did like. It was when um, the Miz was talking to Nakamura. And then Sammy turns around and goes, well, what language do you expect him to reply in English? If you haven't noticed, he's Japanese. <laughs> uh, he, he's criminally underappreciated. And I think the best thing for him would be go go back to NXT. Because he'll never have a run like he did there. Oh, yeah. Now, I've got I've got a new T-shirt, though. I've got a new yeah. T-shirt for, 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 for Elias when he wins the King of the Ring. What's Elias three sixteen says Stone Cold didn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Now, well, I gotta ask you guys. Now, are you guys looking forward to? I guess from what we saw with that whole situation, a Nakamura Miz match for the Intercontinental Title. Eh. Yeah. Nah. Nah, me either. Na- Nakamura's just been lost in the shuffle for too long, and Miz is always going for the Intercontinental Title. That's... Have you noticed that Nakamura like looks like his old self? He's got rid of the fat Elvis. Yeah, he's got rid of the mm. blue, right? Yeah. But now, but now the CFO of of uh, split. Good. Mm-hmm. You Good. know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Fucking bring back Jim um, Johnson. Yeah, I've heard that's a big rumor. You know. I had someone saying on Twitter, Jim was sixty-seven. Hey. I don't give a shit how old he was. If he can still make music, he <laughs> yeah. can still make music. He wrote the Undertaker themes. Like, come on now. Undertaker, no, Stone Cold, Rock, Warrior. Yes, I've heard that's a very, very big rumor. Um, that there's been discussions between himself 
and <clears throat> other people. Or they could go to ruthless aggression route and just get a load of rock bands to do oh, this music again. Yes. Now you see, I'd prefer that. Yeah. Pro- proper, proper pay per view. You know what I mean? Tunes. Especially with Triple H. If he's getting more control, if Vince is going to go to XFL and just step away, then Triple H loves his rock music. Imagine Slipknot doing entrance music. I was about to say that exactly straight away then. <laughs> I, I was exact, That was exactly what I was about to say. Oh, my God. But what does that mean for Bray Wyatt's new music? Well, he wanted Slipknot originally, didn't he? But then they picked it for TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Bray wanted Unsainted it. Yeah. Yeah, but this this one has just been done. That that was done by CFO, wasn't it? No, I think it was Orange Crusher. Yeah, one of the yeah, it was the same band that did his original theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I think that's safe, which is good because it's actually climbing in the charts. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's amazing. Nakamura will get new music. Yeah. Um, Thank God. Well, do his new his new new shit new ones shite. I was going to oh, say, do they, own, they would own the rights to that theme, wouldn't they? So maybe you can still use that. I know it's a remix of the CFO theme. Eh. Mm, Funnily enough, let's... with Bray's theme climbing the charts, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the last theme to do that in the UK anyway was uh, Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> This is where we fucked up in the UK because the Fandango theme entered the top 20 midweek. If it had entered near the end of the week, it could have still been in the top 10 by the end of the week. Could you imagine, you know what I mean, back in the day? Yeah. An, an old school top of the pops. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Just uh, without Jimmy Savile. Well, Johnny oh. Curtis dancing on top of the pops. <laughs> even Greece. even better. Let's get old uh, Anton Deck and Cat Dealey and do SMTV live again. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's going back, isn't it, kids? <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike, that's another one for you for UK presenters, Cat Dealey. Seeing as our Rachel Riley's now pregnant. Alright, wait, hold on. What's your name? Cat <laughs> Dealey. Dealey? Yeah. Oh, I've not seen Cat Dealey in a long, long time. Yeah, she's going to have okay. to read that a bit. Um, Alright. Okay. I, I, I got to just say this once again. Thank you guys very oh. much. <laughs> uh, think of it as a return in favour for when you give Butcher content with your interviews. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, she's like 42 now. God dang, she's still looking fine as wine. Hot damn. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. I think wine's the key in the UK, you know. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay, I can take that. Now, we we mentioned Roman, but we didn't mention his opening match with Dolph Ziggler on Raw. I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, Um. I know we've been critical. Well, we haven't been that critical, really, of Dolph, but he sold that spear like a motherfucker. Mm. He did. Oh, I felt the impact. And it's not very often I feel the impact on Roman Spears. It's just like, yeah, yeah, Spear. Yeah. But I, I was watching it, and, like, obviously, you don't think that Dolph Ziggler's going to win against Roman Reigns. No. But that second zigzag and the famous uh, both times, I think that that was it. I thought that Dolph would actually beat him. Yeah. Then. They did a good job of uh, false finishes. Mm. Um, and I've never in my life 
been so happy to see the fiend. They kicked off Raw to go, oh, oh we got yeah. Jerry the King Raw this week off, for fuck's sake. And then as soon as Bray's music hit, thank God. <laughs> it, it's it's got with we. I like I, listen. I like anything when you when fucking Jerry Lawler gets abused. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's face it, he's abused enough young women. Oh. In his Ooh. lifetime. <laughs> you know. Yes. But. Still, what does that? It's gotta stop. It, it has to stop. Yeah. Because. It's just becoming silly. There's no reason behind it. It's just, you know, like I said, we had the conversation, and you know what I mean? The only direction I see it, other than, oh, fuck it, I don't want to say John Cena. Um, It it, it is Alistair Black. Actually, I'm I'm fine with it. Bring Cena back. Break and beat him and get redemption. Yeah. You know? Because Cena's not going to get it when he's happy to put people over now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I thought I thought that could be a quite a good idea. You know what I mean? You won't come to me. I'll come to you. Goes to the fun house, rips Ramblin' Rabbit's head off, fucking <laughs> Alistair Black, and yeah, you it, know. It, it, then you've got a feud, but it was someone has to lose. That's the problem. It, so not it's not mm-hmm. a Tony Kirkendall thing. Oh, oh. a fucking count double KO or a count out makes sense. No, because then you've still got to get a resolution. Yeah, and we got enough of that shit. There is always someone that has to lose. That, that's, um, that's my only problem with that feud. I'd be happy with it in maybe eight or nine months. But just let them the both problem, build up. I think the problem at the minute is you've got, you know, on, on, on two two or three shows, you've got that many red-hot guys mm. that, you know, are, are looking like they've only been in the business two or three minutes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, like I say, that's not a negative. When when I, when I say that, they look they look brand new. They don't look like they've been around the block. You know what I mean? Black, black, black. The shit they've done with black is just for. I'm I'm scratching my head. Yeah. Like he had Cesaro twice, twice. Mm-hmm. I'm scratching my it. head with it. Uh, like like I said, when it happened, I, I liked Cesaro, but he was one of the last people I wanted to see answer that call. He needed somebody bigger. Yeah. Who would you give him next? Um, see, I would have went the Cena route with Aleister Black. You know what? Seeing as he's had a decent run and he doesn't really need a win, AJ. Okay. Yeah. Especially since AJ can a great match out of a fucking broomstick oh yeah I mean if, if the Braun thing was any indication I mean that was a lot of fun and then you got to see uh, Seth uh, and Braun I gotta <laughs> say thanks to Chad for pointing this out to me because yeah. uh, New Day enforced the Freebird rule which means any of the three of them can hold or defend the tag team titles which means both world champions are now also tag team champions mm-hmm. Kofi is technically a tag team champion as well it's true nice <laughs> The way they're going, he might have to defend a Clash of Champions if Woods is still injured. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think of that. So it's both both world champs doing double duty. That's genius on the part of Randy Orton to force Xavier Woods to step out so Kofi has to defend two titles. Genius. Not stupid, but genius. Well, Randy, Randy's <laughs> always been a genius, let's be fair. It is true. He's, he's a twisted, psychopathic genius. 
Um, obviously, we're getting sort of legacy vibes with him and Revival. I like it. I like I it a lot. That, yes. I like it, yeah. It's going well. I like how they came out in on Raw, the Revival, in them snakeskin boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the name is funny, though, because it's FTRKO. Now, they're trying to say F stands for something else, but we all know it stands for fuck. Yes. <laughs> And it's also a dig at the Young Bucks who used to say, fuck the revival. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but you have to step away for a couple of minutes. Um, so oh. let's carry on. Um, what else happened on Raw? Oh, oh bro, well, Braun, Braun Strowman made history, actually. First person to compete for the US and tag titles on the same night. Well, dude, I was also going to mention with that, Nicholas is all grown up. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what year are we living in now? Well, 2019. Our troop is still chasing the 24/7 title, so it could be 2090. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you think about the Drake Maverick stuff with Elias just like picking him? Okay, where is he? Um, I think this is the longest. It must be the longest anybody's held the 24/7 title because Elias dodged every single bullet this week. Yeah, I think he's took over Maverick's reign because I think Maverick held it about a week and I think he's on like up to nine, ten days now. So I think he's yes, just sir. took over it. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a look now. List of 24-7 champions. What uh, do you think of Elias as champion? I, personally, I don't like it. Um, I think it'll probably last until Clash of Champions when R-Truth gets it back because he wants his baby back. Yeah. Yeah, true. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby, baby, baby back, baby back. Ribs. Please, baby back ribs. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. Uh, oh, Wikipedia, you've let me down. It doesn't... Well, to be fair, they can't really keep up. Oh, hang on. There's another link here. I was going to say they can't keep up with all the title changes. But, um, okay. Truth. No, Truth's held at 9, 10, 11 days, 12. Oh, wait a minute. Alright, so Elias has held it for 9 plus days. The longest reign. Drake Maverick, 14 days, 2 weeks. Our truth, 12 days. So Elias is currently the third longest reigning 24-7 champion. Now, if you com- if you combine all of our truths days as champion, it's 50 fucking five. <laughs> Over 12 reigns. <laughs> what was the record for the hardcore championship? Oh, God. That was probably Raven with all his reigns. Um, I'm sure it was way up there in the double figures. Uh, it was either Crash Holly or one of them. Uh, Jesus Christ, there was 240 hardcore champions. <laughs> um, longest reign in one single reign was Road Dog was 61 days, but the most reigns overall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was Crash or Raven. Uh, yeah, Raven 27. So I'm sure a 24-7 title will replace that by the end of the year. Wait a second, Steve Blackman had a combined day reign of friggin' 172 days? Goddamn. Yeah, six reigns. Uh, Sean Stasiak had 15 reigns, and his combined days were less than one. Yeah, they did, like, a big loop with the uh, UK tour and the Insurrection, where they had, like, Stevie <laughs> Richards win, Sean Stasiak won, Chris Crash Alley won, Booker T won the hardcore title. Like, yeah, I remember that big. So he held the hardcore championship 15 times and never held it for more than a day. Exactly. That's impressive. That is a, one hell of a record, that is. Hey, we do also have a first because we could say both our truth well, K-Quick technically, but he's held both K-Quick. the hardcore and 24-7 title. 
yeah. Um, as far as I know, the only person to do that. Mm-hmm. Just going back to what happened on Raw, we had that Rey Mysterio. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the awkward encounter where, now I'll be honest, Dominic isn't a great actor. It's not. <laughs> but he's, he's only young. Uh, talked his dad, who looks like his son, <laughs> into not retiring. <laughs> well, are you guys looking forward to Mask versus, I guess? No, I yeah. didn't want it weeks ago. I don't want it now. Yeah. Um, well, actually, you know what? It's obviously going to be Ray loses and has to unmask, even though we've already seen his face. And WCW. Yeah. Um, I just don't want Andrade to lose his hair. Well, bald Andrade. No. 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 I don't want it either. Like, I, I, never, I never thought I'd get used to seeing Kurt Angle bald, but yeah. now it's weird seeing him with hair. Baron Corbin was the same. Yeah. When he, went, when he first got bald, I was like, whoa. I mean, to be fair, Corbin was half bald anyway. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute. There's, there's, there's this long guy with long black hair and just yeah. looking all cool and doing this thing in NXT and whatever, and now he's all bald. I'm I, like, what? I love the fact that they just went, he's got one hell of a receding hairline. Fuck it, we'll just shave him bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they do say, gentlemen. Bald is beautiful. See, Undertaker was watching all that happen and shitting himself. <laughs> I'm not going bald. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crew cut once, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all that happened on Raw. Um, obviously. So about Sasha Banks at all, or? Oh, no, if we must. Oh, tell Natty to go to hell. <laughs> uh, it happened. I don't... Go on. Tell the Natty to go to hell. And say hi to daddy. Yeah, I mean, at least they've waited a year this time. Usually WWE will, you know disrespect their actual dead people straight away as soon as they're dead. Yeah, look at look at look at Eddie Guerrero, man. That only took like three months for Randy Orton to say mm. Eddie's down there and help. Yeah. Um I mean Sasha, you don't have to try that hard to be a heel. We already hate you. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, well she... calls like in all due respect, nobody is talking about your blue hair. Yeah. Yes, that was great. <laughs> um, to be fair, you know, it's not a case of hating Sasha Banks. At one point, we thought she was a goddess. Sorry, Alexa. Um, she just needs to stop being a little whiny bitch and stop botching. And she's fine. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, are you guys even looking forward to Becky and Sasha at Night of Champions for the, for the title? So long as Becky mm-hmm. wins, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think she will. I think they're going to put it on Sasha. Yeah, of course they will. Just, just to piss mm-hmm. us off. So she uses the title, goes off in a mood, comes back and gets exactly what she wants. Yeah. Yep. And this, children, is how not to please a spoiled little brat. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks. Uh, exactly. Alexa See, Bliss. you knew exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> mentioned Alexa Bliss there. They had a um, tag team match on Raw. Yeah. Uh, title. Um, they've beat everybody. It's, they've literally beat every tag team. It's nice to actually yeah. see the women's tag team titles be defended. <laughs> they've already done it more than the Iconics, and they've only had it about yeah. three weeks. Uh, I don't know if anybody noticed as well, they've also had new little coffee cups with the women's tag team titles. Oh my goodness, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I'm not excited about is Bailey and Charlotte, because for fuck's sake, can we just keep uh. Charlotte away? from the women's title How picture. How many for a times month. are we going to see it, Des? How many times? I know. 
Just... When Bailey cashed in, did Charlotte get a rematch? Because I can't remember if she did. No, but they don't do rematches anymore. Yeah. I know. I don't want to see that either, but who else are you going to put Bailey against? That's true. I mean, so long as Bailey wins, it'll be good for yeah. her to get a win over a big name. Mm-hmm. Do you think she will win? I hope so. Yes, because... The problem, problem with WWE is, right, and when it, come, when it comes to women, and it comes to demons, I'm starting to learn this, is instead of making new stars, they like to still continuously push the same mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. being the horsewomen, yeah. down your throat, because no one's allowed to be recognised now as... You know what I mean? A, a new, a new, a new piece of the puzzle. Hmm. They're, they're really not. Um, there, there are so many people that, <laughs> yeah, let's face it, there are so many people that are maybe, maybe, maybe lacking to a degree on a mic, but that would come. Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Bailey. Weren't Bailey still isn't fucking great, man? It's just fucking hell. <laughs> More charisma in a fucking unsalted fucking nut. Um, you know, but there are so many people out there that, like I said, it, it, when it comes to the second word in the WWE being wrestling, they're wrestlers. They're wrestlers. They're, they're, they're people like Paige that have just had to fucking bust. Do you know what I mean? Bust limbs, internal bleeding, go night after night. You know, your Kaylee Rays, your, your Piper Nevins, um, be, you know what I mean? Being Viper. Um, fucking Tony Storms, Io Shirai. Fucking, do you know what I mean? So don't, people don't give me, don't give me that bollocks. There's no one there other than fucking Charlotte Flair and Bailey. The problem, the problem with the whole division, and I hope there's something that. Do you know what I'd like to see done? I don't want to see an intercontinental title or a U.S. title, two women's titles. I I want to see one. I want to see one, but I think champions, right? Champions should drift across yeah. shows. Hashtag wildcard rule. Yeah. It, it, you know, champions should drift across shows, creating rivalries. It, well, that's what they did with the original brand split, wasn't it? It just makes everything a little desperate when you've got one title on each show mm. of, of, its, of its tier. You've got your top tier, top tier with, with your Universal and your World, your second tier Intercontinental US, two sets of shitty tag belts with silver fucking, silver fucking <laughs> plaques on them. Makes no fucking sense. You've got um, a 205 title, which is going to get absolutely fucking thrown in the bin, which is a shame because, do you know what? The, 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 past, the past 12 months have been the best it's been in terms of champions. Um, women's absolute fucking mockery. The, I, I don't. I've read. Keep reading this thing. Vince McMahon wasn't a fan of tag some women's tag team belts. Listen, the women's tag team belts could be every bit as good as the men's because the men suck. 
You know, the men suck. You just put the belts freaking three weeks ago back on the club and you take them off and put them on, put them on freaking Braun and Seth in order to build, a, you know what I mean? Between a, a rift between Braun and Seth. Yeah, Why not just have Braun Strowman just do him straight away? You don't have to take the titles off someone. Yeah, it's, it's that old thing of you put the makeshift team as the tag champs, and then you build the rift, and then here's the match. Yeah, and then they're going to put the titles back on the club when Braun turns. Yep, and then that'll set up Braun and Seth for a night of champions. And, and it, exactly, exactly. It's like you were saying about the women's, and they push the same four women. Well, you've got the same in the tag teams. The Usos, the New Day, the Revival. Mm. The Revival out of push, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's just silly, because it's just... It, it, it fucking... It, everything fucking winds me up. <laughs> but... Um, it's just silly. It's silly how you can look... You, you, you're not even looking at your rosters. You, you're incapable of making... Having an idea... It's like Hollywood, isn't it? Who's <laughs> fucking doing the writing, really? Is it Michael Bay? You know, well, like, no, Hollywood it's, uh, it's Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Well, they made a Hollywood silly. writer back in the day, Freddie Prince Jr. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just silly. It's, uh, I'm not a the, fan of Freddie. There Prince. are so many people. There are so many people there that you could put together and get a tag team from. But the thing is today, when it comes to tag teams, I like to see tag teams together that have always been together. I don't like, you know what I mean? It's the X Factor treatment, isn't it? Yeah. You you failed and you failed, but we're going to put you together as a fucking boy band because we know we're just going to make a shit ton of money. You know? Uh, fucking like Bree, Bree Zango, right? You couldn't have been any further apart. But these, they, you got you got two guys that know that they're pretty much fucked in a shitty ass company. But they made it cool and watchable and funny and quirky. Do you know what I mean? Fashion place. Who else? The fashion files. Oh, so I mean, funny. Who else can pull off? Pink pants <laughs> like Tyler Breeze and Fandango. No one. Velveteen. What about the Velveteen Dream? Mm. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. They go. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. You, we're gonna, we're all gonna have to ride out the storm until after fucking after October, November, and just hope and pray. The story we've been sold is, is, do you know what I mean, is true. Otherwise, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> AW people, AW. <laughs> what is it now, nine nights to go? Oh, you see, no, I think, I think two hours for NXT is fantastic. Mm. And... I, th- I think I think the future is bright with NXT. Yeah, providing I Vince really stays away. Two hours. Yeah, yeah. He, he can't be allowed to. Jeremy, no. Have they said what's going to happen with takeovers? Like, is it going to be one a month or is it going to be the same as it is now? Uh, I would guess the same as it is. 
Yeah, yeah. I hope they, so. Yeah. It works best. Because AEW are only going to be putting on four or five pay-per-views a year anyway. I mean, if you think about it, right, you, you, you only need to... What you normally see now on, on a standard one-hour NXT show is three matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three matches mm-hmm. and the occasional even look back at last week and whatever else. So you, you only really, for, for a two-hour show, is you, only, you only need to probably put one extra match on the card but increase your match times. Yeah. NXT's more than capable of doing that and, and at the highest level. Even fucking Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more than capable of doing it. As long as you keep that fucking donkey, Vince McMahon, away from any desk. You know, it needs to be made clear. You you don't touch it. You've not made it. You've not built it. It's not... Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not broke. You know, you know what, so don't fucking break it. You know what we say? It shouldn't be here. It shouldn't be here. Yeah, and I like I said, I don't think <clears throat> I think there'll be a lot more signings in that door within the next within the next three to four months because mind you, saying that if you're increasing the time time, you're identifying it. It might, it might well. I I don't think even by increasing the time, you, you need to identify it what it is because it is what it is and it's a wrestling product it's not an entertainment product the entertainment comes with it because you know how good it is but it doesn't need see I think that's probably what comes with it but that probably could, could be one of the things that ruin it are when you start calling people up from NXT to the main card and then you haven't got a Scooby-Doo what's to fucking do with them. You know, Champa apparently has made it clear, isn't he? Yeah. Leave me alone. You know, leave me alone. Well, look when we brought Gargano and Champa up earlier in the year. They were having, like, the biggest feud of NXT. Yeah. They brought up the main roster and their best mates tag team. Yeah. No yeah. fucking sense. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> um, so NXT this week... Um... What's his name? Jordan Miles, the breakout tournament winner, has uh, thrown down the the contract to Adam Cole. Um, I think he's going to have a hell of a performance, but uh, we all know Adam Cole, baby, is retaining that title. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Fuck, he's already leaked it. (laughs) How long long did he have to to use the contract? Any time. Yeah, I don't think they said. Yeah, they said yeah, so, so. I guess the following week, boom. Using it right away, he's obviously not going to win. If he'd have held yeah, on for a few another, months, that, yeah, yeah, that's another plus though as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know the fact that no more pre-tapings. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We're finally out you of know, uh, we're going, TNA. We're going back to live writing. You know, okay, mistakes can come with it, but you know, I'm sure they're all big, all-grown men. Yeah, we proper live Velveteen Dream walkouts. Yes, we've never had problems with Takeover Live, so I think they'll be fine. My question is: Are they going to tour or stay in full sale? Uh, I think. Well, all right. 
Yeah, and they've got yeah, a pretty tight deal with yeah. Full Sail as well. I think Full Sail is a very, very... It's, it's, I, I like it from a taping point of view. I think the cameras are spotted well. Um, it's not oversized. There is a plus side if they do start touring. Oh, we're not going to see that Muppet in the Everton shirt in the front row every week. Oh, thank God oh, for that. that <laughs> fuck that guy. We just get to see that twat in the fucking green shirt instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to see long-haired guy at every NXT. Good Lord. Sitting there with his mum. Sitting there with his mum, yes. He does. He goes to every show with his mum. Right, right dead centre. Hard cam side. Well, they're the Rick Ockerberger of NXT, because Rick Ockerberger being the WWE sign guy, they're their version of the sign guy and whatever. They, there's only ever one sign guy. Yes, that is true. And he'll always but be remembered I... for having a plastic cock with a sign on it that says Vince loves cocks. <laughs> and when I say cock, I mean a rooster. He didn't carry a dildo <laughs> around on TV, because that would have been beyond TV 14. Now, I guess got a question because we were talking about his pants. Butcher, how about Velveteen Dream on that sofa this week? Oh. <laughs> you know what? If, DF, if DFS want to sell more obsession. sofas, get Velveteen Dream. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> SCS would... No, SCS, man. We don't buy from DFS. Yeah, but DFS, DFS have always got a sale on. Rules. Yeah, they've always got a sale on, haven't they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mike, you know, Mike's not going to understand this, but every single, every Christmas in the UK, the first advert you see is DFS. We've got a sale on sofas. Oh, that, yeah, nobody's got a sofa at Christmas. Thank you for that. <laughs> you, can imagine, uh, you can imagine just, you know what I mean, just the, the, the normal sales guy yeah. doing his sales pitch and just out of nowhere, the lights just dim. And the music hits. Ow! And Velveteen <laughs> snatches the product, the cleaning product, and says, Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Snaps the finger, Dream oh. Over. I kind of want to see that now. I love Velveteen Dream, man. He's just. He's just... It's he's... Butcher's Man Crush Monday all day, every day. Unreal, man. Gold. Mm hmm. Um... Best fucking product. Best fucking product in the business today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I guess. You also get to get excited because next week we finally get in the encounter between Keith Lee and Donovan Dijakovic. Yes, he's back! I say it right, it's Jivakovic. <laughs> Thank Jivakovic. you, I'm sorry. Dijakovic. I, I have to reverse and I have to go back to what I just said. Best product in the business today. And there's only one man that comes close to him. And that's Mr. M. J. Yeah. Want to finish it, Mike? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No other man could make Burberry scarves look cool. <laughs> you know, it's, they're, they're the two hottest products in the business today. And what's gonna what's gonna be so fucking cool is, you know, as cool as Adam Cole is, I'm telling you now, when it comes to October, that title goes on the dream. Honestly, he has to be your your poster boy. For that war. Yeah, I mean, we've still got Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. I know, but it's a bit of velvety dream, does. <laughs> and I, I apologise for predicting against Dream at the last takeover. I just... I don't know, maybe I thought that he was going to drop the title and then go straight for the NXT title, but 
Obviously, they're holding yeah, out on that. I, I didn't go. I didn't go dream. No, Does anybody true. think that the Undisputed Era will fulfill their prophecy, draped in gold? No. 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 I think they will. I think they will be split. Um, before that can happen, I really do. You you watch it happen. The night the other three get gold, oh, yeah. Cole loses. Cole loses. Oh. Well, I just don't. I just don't see it as a. You know what? I'm not going to use the term viable because it anything anything's viable when it comes to NXT because th- there's quality in numbers. Mm. You know, if they were on the main card, I'd say Shh, don't be so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, but I think anything can happen when it comes to NXT. But does it? it <sighs> It would take. It would take. You know what? It would take a betting man. I'm going to go to bookies. I'm going to get odds. Bet Fred. I have the, have the woman over the counter look at me stupid. <laughs> Fuck Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, <laughs> fucking Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Bobby Fish is that a real name? <laughs> yes, look. Undisputed Era. He, sa- he sounds <laughs> like a jockey. <laughs> Do the hand, do the hand signals and everything. Every TV in the bookies, they've just got everything's just gone unmuted, and the, the old bookies are just looking at you. Then I'll start going boom. Tell me, I tell you who would. I tell you who would be happy to take the bet. Who's it? Stevie. Stevie. Stevie, the dodgy yeah. bookers. Oh, what about uh? <laughs> Or what, or what about Ravy Ray, Ray Davy? Gradle or Fat Fat? What they call him? A Fat Boom? Yes, a Fat Boom. I did see the video on ICW's YouTube. That was great. Fucking Ravy Davy. I know, I know you both hate him. Uh, I just hate what he represents. Ned's. Chav culture. He just looks a twat, doesn't he? Exactly, yeah. He just looks a twat. But then MJF right. wears a Burberry scarf and he's cool. Aqua scoot and fucking art, fucking basketball fucking jersey with Lacoste fucking tracksuit bombs on. Who the fuck would hire someone like that? Mark Dallas. I don't get it. What what has Mark Dallas done? What Ravy Davy knows? I don't know. Can you imagine him coming for a job and mind you saying that Jamie Ellsworth got a job, so fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> By the way, can we also just take the time since he was raving over to thank Kurt Hawkins for producing us MJF? Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Well, Kurt Hawkins. have you seen the old, really, really old video of MJF as a kid on Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> I did. That was yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> He's got the exact same face, it's just smaller. You've got to be sitting there as Kurt Hawkins, you know what I mean? No, discreetly crying into your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what happened? What happened? Kurt Hawkins happened! (laughs) Well, I have to end of the day, he's getting paid money and he's getting paid. Yeah. Since it is next week, are you guys looking forward to NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff? 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been following NXT UK, but... I love NXT UK now. I've gone is it, really, is it, um, really into it. Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray? Yeah, and Kaylee Ray. I am all over that. Daddy left her. Oh my God, that promo. I'm all over that. I, I can't wait to see Tyler versus... Falter. Oh, that would be amazing. Yes. I, I did well, see did the big announce... strong boys coming back this week. Well, they also did announce the uh, a new match besides the Dave Mastiff and Joe Coffey last man standing and the triple threat for the That's UK. That's going to be brutal as fuck, that is. It is. We got Gibson and Drake against Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster and Gallus. Very much. First Wales champions. Yep. And Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. Another great match. Uh-huh. Another great match. And then... Yep. Blade... God, I'm sorry, Chad, go ahead. As I said, I don't really watch NXT UK, but I watched the last TakeOver, and it was just amazing. So, I just could be watching all the TakeOvers. Yeah, TakeOver now, Blackpool was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Was, now, we get this in the afternoon, then later on in the night, guys, we get all out. Yeah, mm. boy. Um, yes. So, actually, let me just have a look at the Cardiff card. Uh, yeah, five matches. So, all out. Uh, obviously, we know we've got Jericho. Actually, we're going to do predictions next week, but... Uh, we've got... Uh, fucking hell. Jericho and Moxley. Um, Hangman. Uh, hang, hangman and Jericho, sorry. Uh, Moxley and fucking Omega. 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 See, I'm getting mixed up. I'm not asked about <laughs> anything else other, other than Cody Spears... With Tully Blanchard and Sean Spears' corner? I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait I did, for that. I did a double take then because I saw a singles match. Hikaru Shida versus Riho. I thought I said Rhino. Is, um... Rhino. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, is, is, um, Dustin in Cody's corner? Uh, um, not yet. But I no mention of expect, it. I, I probably expect him to yeah. get involved in. Yeah, he's got to be. This, this probably, that, that, that feud's not going to finish until... You know what I mean? Probably it's 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 either, it's either going to be a case of Cody really getting you know what I mean, selling the concussion, and then leading to MJF spears. Um, you know what I mean? Point, that's, that's how I see it. MJF hasn't got a match unless he's in the Battle Royal. Yeah, I think he's in the twenty-one. Yeah, yeah he is. You know, Battle Royale. Oh, most, wait a minute. The, the most over guy in the company. The Battle Royals for the Women's Championship. Oh, never mind then. Um, I wish you have the Battle Royal for a Women's Championship. When, when the last the last two or three people in in the ring are going to be Britt Baker, fucking Awesome Kong, and do you know what? Aja Kong? I don't know what I'm going to call it. It's Brandy, in it? Brandy Rose, yes. She's gonna win it, dude. She's gonna I win it. I think I agree, to be honest. Aw- awesome Kong and Brandy will be the final two, and Awesome Kong will step over the top it, rope. I'm telling you. Here's what I don't get. It says the winner will receive a match for the inaugural women's championship. So how do they decide yeah. who they're going to be against? Yeah, good point. Shouldn't it be? Tune the... into TNT. <laughs> Shouldn't it be the last two standing? No, girl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not one to question your business decisions, Cody, but come on. 
Well, we also, what do you guys think about the three-way dance? Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. Put the kids to bed. Bloodbath. Bloodbath. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be spectacular. Oh, the ladder match, guys. Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, lead, we're leading up to uh, the first match on TNT. It's going to be Moxley versus Pentagon as well, isn't it? Yeah, he yeah. unmasked him. Mm-hmm. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, we're expecting great things. Um, What else we got? Oh, the best friends versus the Dark Order. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, you see, that's when I shut off. <laughs> what, Chucky T or the Dark Order? I, I just don't, I don't like either of them. Mm. I, I never liked, I never liked Chucky T and Trent Beretta in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, And the Dark Order... You know what I mean? Um, a, a fat, a fat masked man with with the fat bald man, no, a skinny bald man. Mm-hmm. I'll have a finisher move, but that's just surrounded by midgets, and I, I kind of just look at it and I go, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get I it would, do you know what? It would be a show I'd expect to see in my local theatre with replica WWE guys. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. We, we've got a we've got a midget cane. That is exactly what I'd expect to see. Shit like that. You see a poster on a bus stop. American wrestling. Not, you know, not not on the the hottest, um, the the hottest product in wrestling the wrestling business today growing and that's gonna be your tag match mm. for your new tag team champions mm. i'm like wow you, you you're telling me you couldn't have done any better all right kudos to the likes of you know um you know fucking the lucha brothers and the bucks for not putting the titles on themselves Okay, because they don't need them. Because they can showcase every other fucking belt on the planet. You know? Um, But you could have... Don't tell me you couldn't have done hell of a lot better. I mean, for me, I think LAX are going to show up. Uh, A lot of people have that feeling. I I really do believe that because I don't believe they've got any intention. And if they had any intention or any brain, they would not go to WWE or anywhere near it. No. Well, I look at it like this. You rekindled the feud with LAX and the Lucha Brothers in AEW. Fantastic. It's it's it's, it's a great it's a great idea. It's 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 where it's where people like LAX belong. They belong in a solid wrestling product that only cares about wrestling. You know? You put LAX, right? You put LAX on WWE TV. And they're just another Mexico. Well, I think if they were in NXT, no. I would probably put them against the Street Profits. Vince would be like, Vince would be like, well, Kev, I, I was going to do Mexico's V point, you know, version 2.0, but that's already been done with with the with the grass mowers. And let's face it, petrol costs a lot of money these days. So what I think that we're going to have them do is they're going to be carpet cleanings, but yeah. You know, no, come on, please. 
it's 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 not it's not it's not for intelligent wrestling fans. Oh, you know. Back to the women just for one second. Did you guys also realize that also who's in the battle royal is the daughter of one Roddy Piper, that being Teal Piper? Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. As far as I'm aware, it's her first ever wrestling match. Play the Piper, man. Play the Piper. Mm-hmm. Well, Jazz is in it, too, and Eva Leeson. Is Big Swole, I'm curious, I see Sadie Gibbs is making her debut. Isn't Big Swole Sexy that Sarah is as well. Yes. Isn't Big Swole Ariel Monroe, who was uh, in the Mae Young Classic? Isn't that Cedric's yes. wife? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, it's, it's a good lineup. It's a good lineup. Me personally, I would rather. I'm not a fan of Battle Royals for deciding things. I don't see why they couldn't have. They need they need a champion before the before TN before it goes to TNT. But to me, what they should have done was started the tournament on the last um, pay per view. And had it continue, and then on the very, very first show at CNT, should have had the final. Only problem you is know? they've only had two shows since then. You know, it's just I just I fucking hate battle royals, man. I just think you got so much quality. Well, to be fair, they've done they've done them better than WWE do because that pop for of her hangman when he walked out was fantastic. That it was. People campaigning, aren't they? We're campaigning for Sonny Kiss to be entered in it. Yeah. <laughs> why Why not? I don't you care. Know, fucking why not? If you go Eric Young is a fucking women's champion. <laughs> yeah, with the ta- knockouts tag champ, yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, I don't see any harm in that. I don't know, you know, the... Yeah, yeah. You know, but the p- people, the people that, you know, kind of live in this world we live in. You know, it's 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 very it's it's deemed offensive. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's just a case of because because it's because it's because it's a man. I think it's because it's a black man. That's what I think. Well, you also you know they're probably going to say something because Nyla Rose is in the the casino battle. Love right Nyla Rose. Love Nyla Rose. Beast. <laughs> That's in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to see Nyla Rose versus Kong down down the road. Yeah, of course we are. Um, I think I think I think Kia Stevens has done a fantastic job in not over. um, People know who she is. She doesn't need to. Do you know what I mean? Squash everyone. No. She's done a good job in making whatever she's been involved in making it look good. Even the um, brief stint in WWE. I've really got a soft spot for Keir Stevens. <laughs> got a proper soft spot. Can't help but just love the woman. Can I just say? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't fight her. Oh, no. I just want to say, since the beginning of Max Wrestling Inception, I've always heard Butcher always show some love. And show some admiration for the one and only Kia Stevens at his awesome con. And that still lives yeah. on. And uh, going back to Kenny, he had a great yeah. interview with her a few years ago as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah yes, he did. Um, prob- she is probably, without a doubt, my favorite female of all time. All time. And it just, do you know what? It goes back to 
just how good TNA was. Oh yeah, the Gail Kim feud, and then what she was no, as not good champ. It, it really does. It, it, it. You know what? I, I didn't get it based on what fucking WWE did with it because let's face it, WWE didn't really get a chance to even do anything. It's a shame. It's a shame because it, do you know what? Kudos to WWE because the the vignettes were perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, she 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 was she was trippy. Yeah, it was just uh, awful time. It was just gutted, man. Gutted. Feels so, you know, real, real, really, really kind of just ill-timed, horrible act. Act of God, I call it. Mm. You know, nothing else, nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Like you know, it just one of them things sadly, sadly happened. And but <laughs> people, if you ain't seen Awesome Kong's earlier stuff, fuck me, man. Go, go watch TNA. Um, ladder matches with uh, Roxy Laveau, Gail Kim. Oh man, the woman is the beast. She's, she's ace. What was her manager's name, Mike? Says, oh, uh, Raisha Ra- Ra- Saeed, who was also Ra- cheerleader Saeed. Melissa, and then yeah. she was Alyssa Flash. Yeah. Great man, absolutely fantastic. She's not a woman; she's a wrecking machine. Yeah. <laughs> Don West and Mike Tanay were a fucking great team. Amazing. Yes. When he wasn't sweating his ass off running around yelling bye 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 shout oh, to Jesus. Yes. Oh baby Jesus. Alright, I think it is time for this week's promo climax. Um t- we have two matches this week between Daniel Crimmins and Moni Lynn and the Walker versus Chris Maldonado. Now, um, there's one less member in B block because Tav Daz had to step out um, because of health reasons. So, luckily, uh, nobody's faced Tav Daz yet, so it's not going to affect the points. Everybody's just got one less match in B block. Uh, so, here's this week's promo climax. Either you rise or you fall. Chris Maldonado. Glad to finally come up against you, my friend. It's been a long time coming, I think. You stabbed my boy, my brother, in the fucking back. You stabbed Emir in the back. You betrayed RWT. Are you fucking kidding me? You're on here. In a promo competition with nothing but full of people in the RWT family. And I'm one of those. I fought for RWT. I hope I win, but I hope you get fucking annihilated. 
in this entire fucking competition. There is no room for weakness. You got some of the best people. Not just as just human beings. Because some of the best people I've ever known or met are in this competition. But you're also up against some of the best, biggest fucking fighters in this promo world. Okay? You don't stand a fucking chance against any of us. And you don't fucking deserve to fucking be here. Just the fact that I have to go up against you is a joke. And it's a waste of my fucking time. But, anyways. Fuck you, Chris Maldonado. Mr. Walker. I guess this is my promo. I guess this is... Don't worry. No worries. It's not Lost Cause. That, my alter ego. It's not him. It's not the devil's reject. God's low mistake. You're not you're not seeing him right now. Simply Chris Maldonado. Chris Maldonado. Me, myself, and I. I. Hi. Mr. Maldonado. And his wife beater just got my two-seater. Left my meat cleaver. <laughs> got a fucked up demeanor. Could be a little meaner. What rhymes with that? We ain't going there. <laughs> Yo. I'm not going to take a whole bunch of time. Because to be completely 100, my fucking energy ain't there. A whole lot of shit been popping. But I'm still going to throw my little promo. Matter of fact, that was it. So. So the promo climax is here. Lots changed from last year. Lots changed indeed. My first opponent this year the one person I beat last year, Moni Lin. Now, Moni, you've been here for a little bit here, and I do respect you to an extent. Now, there are a couple things that need to get off my chest, need to, need to get said. Now, If you think back a couple weeks to the promo climax, you made a big stink. You tried to take over. 
You saw an opportunity. You're an opportunist. And an opportunist is someone that seizes opportunities. Lewis saw an opportunity and he took it. But when the heat was on and the pressure was really kicking in, you folded. You folded like a cheap suit. Now, I get it. I do. You couldn't do it. You just couldn't get the job done. So you backed, you backed a sure thing. I get it. I do. I get that you needed that. Now, I've seen the competition in this promo climax. And there are some killers in here. Do you have what it takes? Now, let's talk about respect, too. That's another thing. When a certain somebody decided to disrespect me, where were you? Why didn't you come out and tell him that he was wrong? Why didn't you come out and say, hey, Dan's been an honorable guy. He's just trying to do interviews. Trying to get people's side of it. You didn't. So maybe my respect for you is misplaced. You claimed to be the queen pin. What queen willingly gives up their crown? Clearly that was you. What's going to happen when you go up against some of the killers in this tournament? Are you going to rise to the occasion? Are you going to eke out a victory? No. Because quite frankly, I don't think you got it in you. Now see, I respect you as a person. I don't respect how you handle business. Because when push came to shove, you just weren't there. Now, you and I do have a past. I beat you last time. You know, I could be all smiles and smiles and happiness. What's the point? There is none. Because the fact of the matter is, it's nonsense. Now, I don't need a gimmick. I don't need a mask. I don't need face paint. I don't need to hide behind that. I don't need to hide behind a crown. You like me, you don't like me. Either way, I don't care. I may not win this tournament, but you, somebody needs to bring you down to size. And you know what? You may think it's personal. It's not personal. It's just business. You know, I defended Amir. I did. I chose not to choose a side because I respect both. But when I stop back and I think about it, and I realize Lewis was right about everything. He was right. And 
I should have seen the treachery, the snake-like tactics from you, from Amir. I should have seen it a long fucking time ago. But now that I have, things are going to change. And it starts with you. Hi, RWT. It's your queen, Miss Moni Lim. Hi. Hey. Miss Lee Nurchik. So this week, I have the pleasure in beheading, I mean, I'm sorry, going up against Mr. Daniel Cremens. Hey, Mr. Cremens. Welcome to the Queen's Court. How's it going? So, Mr. Cremens, last time you and I kind of had some words, it was during this little chat thing, messenger, and you wanted to interview me. You wanted to interview me during the Civil War between Amir, Lewis, and I, and I didn't interview with you. I didn't. Why? Why? Who, who are you? Who, what do I, I don't have to prove anything to you. I don't have to prove anything to anyone. The queen will interview with who she wants, when she wants. She'll talk to who she wants, when she wants. So what makes you so special? I have my followers. I don't have to prove nothing to them. Queen's court is still alive, and the Queen's soldiers are still here. So, you're not special, Mr. Germans. So stay out of the Queen's way, or it's not going to be pretty, okay? Just a word of advice. Now, Mr. Germans, the last time you and I had our promo against each other, you beat me. You beat me. I don't know how you did it. And I don't know how it happened. But you did it. And I'm still surprised till today. And that kind of gets me a little bit mad, Mr. Crimmins. Kind of bothers the queen a little bit. So, Senor Crimmins, see, oh, Okay, now the Latina heat is coming out, and when the Latina heat and the queen are together, it's not pretty. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to zen myself right now because I don't want to be upset. I don't want to be mad. Okay, so anyhow, Mr. Crimmins, this time is different. This time is just a lot different. This time I'm not going to play so nice. This time... You may be hung, drawn, and quartered. You may be burnt at the stake. And if I like you, I might just give you that quick little beheading so that you don't feel the pain. It's just quick. Off with your head. So, like I tell you guys all the time, I see all. I see everything. And so this time it's gonna be different. Queen's taking it all the way. So I'm not gonna play nice. This is gonna happen. Mr. Crimmins, Mr. Larkin, Zach, Mr. Ted P. De Niro, Mr. Davis, and the demoness. I am watching you. I'm watching everything. Everything. And if I don't watch it personally, if I don't see it personally, believe me, 
one of my soldiers will see it and they will tell me. So I'm warning you all now, play nice. Play nice. Because if you don't, the queen will come after you. And it's not going to be pretty. But in the meantime, let's see the loving RWT family that we are. La familia. Keep it together. Mm-hmm. So RWT family. Remember, the queen has eyes everywhere. And the queen's done. Don't piss me off. Either you rise or you fall. Alright, head to matchwrestling.net slash vote right now to decide who gets the next three points in the climax. And next week, uh, we have Daniel Crimmins once again, uh, this time against Crazy Eyes, Robert Davis, who finally steps into the climax. And Mike, you get your first bout in the climax against Teddy P. I just want to say this right now. Teddy and I are going to be doing a concoction of excellence with our promos. We're going to have some fun. And it's also the Butcher's first match of the tournament against Moses, the new Moses Marquez. The Crippler Butcher, the Crippler. I'm ripping his fucking chicken wings off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already has a victory, man. He's right now the leader. I know, I know, I know. Hey, hey, but you hey. know what? You know what? I'm going to say this. Go ahead. I'm going to say this. I love the tea towel on his head. Yes, very Taz. He was working with the tea towel. He was working with the tea towel. Mm-hmm. You know, I, li- I like the fact that, you know, Travis, Travis the Walker, Anderson. Anderson. You know, kind of campaigned. You know what I mean? We know how wrong campaigning can go these days, people. We know how that can go against you sometimes. But he campaigned for Moses. He said, everybody vote for Moses. Everybody vote for Moses. I think I almost got the egg on us. I think I'm, I've been learning the accent a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike, you said he's the leader of Block B. I say this with all respect. He is the leader of Block B, but there's only been one match in Block B so far. <laughs> I know, but he was... Okay, you got to understand something. And I admire his confidence. I admire that he wants to evolve his character. But when he comes out saying, your boy, your boy, just won his first bout, and it's going to continue, your boy, and he shakes his head the <laughs> oh, way he does. Yeah. Just like, um, you know, I, 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 I refuse to get carried away <laughs> with situations. Now, I'm going to get me and the other guy. You know, we're trying to keep things. We're trying to capture. We're trying to keep things. You know, I'm not talking about anyone else other than the butcher. You know what I mean? I'm Dave Gillum right now. But respectful. We've had we've had words in the mirror and everything, and I've told him what's going to happen, and he's told me what what's not going to happen. But Crippler. Wow. Um, now, as I said, Tavda has stepped out of the competition. He was supposed to be against Moses this week, um, but he stepped out after Moses sent me the promo. So I'm going to add Moses' promo to the end of the show anyway, so it's not going to waste. Um, and of course, this all leads to promo series four, which is the next time we bring you a Max Wrestling special on November 22nd for the unpredictable promo series four act of war. The Knowledge Championship will be defended as still your Knowledge Champion, Mikey Two Belts. 
defends in the winner stays on gauntlet against Emil Lewis, Moses Marquez, and if she's ready to return, Courtney Summers. The winner of the second annual promo climax will also be crowned and goes on to podcast promo rumble 5 to face the promo champion. However, if the promo champion is in the final, then the final is also for the championship and the winner can choose their own challenger. We'll also be predicting NXT TakeOver War Games 3, I think it is, third yeah. year in a row, and Survivor Series. Go to maxrasson.net for more information and the first Max Noise theme song for promo series 4 is You Ain't Ready by Skillet taken from their brand new album Victorious available now on Apple Music and Spotify Michael Cole I'm coming for your job um, number two can I, <laughs> let me just add this if it comes down where if I win which I'm not going to half ass it because I'm the champ and I'm in this I'm going to look to entertain and do my best doggone promos in each and every one even though I got to go against the demoness which I did see her and I, I, like I said I know I got to <laughs> step myself up for that one I, I don't but, think Butch has seen Beyond the Mic yet have you What's that? The Demoness, Nicola. You haven't seen Beyond the Mic yeah, this week. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen Nick. I've seen Nicola. But but did you see a second video on Beyond the Mic? No. Ah, well, obviously you're not in RWT, which we won't get into, but she cut... Fuck RWT. She, she cut a bonus. <laughs> she, uh, she did a bonus video in that group, so I added that to the show for everyone else to see it, because it was fucking... You have to see it. Yo. Yo. She's took it up a notch from her first promo already. So I just want to say this. Darkness and candles. There you go, yes! She listens to Butcher! Creative fucking genius! Don't don't fuck around with face paints with white walls. Looks terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I guess to add, if I do win... I will definitely, as always, be a fighting champion. So here we go. Either I'm defending at promo series or I'm defend doing double duty at promo series or I'm going at podcast. Duty. What? Double duty, Rudy. Double duty, yes. Double duty. <laughs> so either way, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, I'm not going to forget the plugs this week, Mike. That's okay. uh, you can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is at SM Show One and MCL Ninety Two. The Butcher is at your favorite time of the week. <gasps> TOG Six Nine BHITB. Yes. And also our de- debutante this week. We had two debutantes this week. We had Walker making his first podcast appearance as well on Beyond the Mic. Uh, Chad, thank you very much. Thank you for where, having me. Where can people you find you? Uh, at Twitter. Just add Twitter. That's my account now. Just add Twitter. Twitter <laughs> at ChadJI30. <laughs> so that's why I never get a response when I tweet Twitter directly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's our edit button? <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree. We need one. I am sick of deleting a tweet because of one typo and then retyping the whole thing. I know, it sucks. Making us all look like idiots out here. <laughs> um... Any Mike, I know you're the hardest working man in podcasting. Have you got anything to plug this week? Nope. Hardest. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown up artist. <laughs> no, uh... I'm not. I'm not surprised with some of the artists he, he interviews. He's gonna be the artist. Oh. Uh, let's face it. He's got stiff competition. Uh... Oh. <laughs> so that's in, that's in Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, I, first and foremost, I did see that friggin' gif there, Mr. Phoenix, talking about excellent. Mr. You know, can't challenge for the pro, uh, promo. The knowledge championship. Yeah, Phoenix That's is like, counting on you losing the title because he can't challenge for it until you do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as far as what I got going on, no BBWs, Butcher, I'm sorry. But we do have an artist, Samantha Cole. She's worked with the likes of Shaggy, Boys to Men, 98 Degrees, the Backstreet Boys. We talked about her new single, Hitchhiker. You can check that out at MCLarkin92, www.stevenmikeshow.com, and just check me out doing my thing on LFC, Laundry Fighting Championship, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. She she worked with Shaggy. She did. So love got, me, love I've got one question. Yes. Was, was it, it her? Was it her? <laughs> <laughs> it was on that song. Yes, it was. <laughs> And is she an angel? She's my darling angel to watch. Yes, she is. <laughs> okay, don't forget to sub... I, why can't I say subscribe? Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. At Twitter. No, yeah, at Max at Wrestling Twitter. UK. Uh, join the Max, the Max Wrestling group on Facebook. And, of course, MP3 versions are available to download on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and CastBox. Yes, Bizox. Also, make sure you check out maxwrestling.net and Four Corner Network at fourcornernetwork.wix.com slash podcasts. Um, I believe Deacon is re-exploring another asylum this I week. I saw that. Yeah, uh, he was in a graveyard last week. When are the Max Wrestling group going to I've spoke to him. We're, we're hoping to do a crossover for Halloween. Oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> um, also, while we're on the subject of other establishments rtv need to fuck off (laughs) i don't know who they are i don't know who runs the page but it's it's some indian tv network who keeps claiming that 15 seconds of our videos match their content and i've disputed it three times each time i've been i've won the dispute and they keep fucking doing it so if we get it again this week fuck off what what, dude what we have is about to say (laughs) no! <laughs> I was about to say, what the fuck is up with these guys, man? I see you dispute them. Why do they keep coming at you? Apparently, 15 seconds of every single video we keep putting up matches their content. There is nothing oh, Indian yeah. on this show. If you want to yes. answer to Moenda, maybe you'll answer to... Oi! Navid! No! <laughs> uh, they've also been reported several times for harassment. Maybe it's Colby Cooper in disguise. He's called well, back for Double duty. He's actually helping out on their channel as well. Oh, <laughs> hey. Hey, see? He knows. He knows. See? Best deal in the business. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, some, you know, see, it, it, it takes a bit of intelligence for, for people to know that it's not real. You know? You, you do need to think that, though, don't you? It's not real. Isn't it? No, that's, come on. <laughs> still real to me, damn it? It's still real to me, damn it. It's so real. Okay, first and foremost, David <laughs> Dave Wills will always go down just because. Just question over there for him. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for what are y'all done to your bodies. Um, it's still real to me, damn it. I mean, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I just don't want to see it no more. That was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh boy. 
And Terry Funk's just sat there like, oh, that's okay, yeah, it's okay. That's okay, man, yeah, hey, man, thank you for being a fan. All right, buddy. <laughs> oh. Um, one more thing as well. Massive thank you to everybody who watched last week's episode, which got over five and a half thousand. Um, thank you. Beat our previous record by just over two thousand. So I don't know what we did, but we'll try to do it again this week. <laughs> um, join us next week for the third week of the promo climax and predictions because it's finally time for AW All Out, baby. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah! And good night. Bang. RTV, go fuck yourselves. True that. I wish I knew what that was in Indian, but yeah, go fuck yourselves. Three, two, one. Jow, bad man, jow. Alright. So the place is here and the time is now. Week two, promo climax. The boom block with the leader of the B block. Three and a, or three points so far, one or no. And this week I get a man that nobody knows. A man that is almost a complete mystery. A man who claims to walk among the stars. Tap the star walker. So in the little bit. I've been able to get from Tavda in his brief time here in RWT. Now, I don't know how brief it really is. All of a sudden, you just pop up. You hear promo competition, and boom. I want to be a part. So, yeah, hoping for some attention. Well, you got some attention. Congratulations on making the promo climax. I apologize for how it's going to go. Because I don't think you're going to win this one. You might not, you're probably not going to beat me. You might not beat most other people. But I hope you have fun doing this whole bit. You see, last time I was doing this, y'all saw the Crippler. And as much as I feel like the Crippler should be running roughshod along this whole stretch of the B block, I don't know Tavda that much to 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 get into that crippler mode. So instead you're gonna get the loud mouth smack talking kick you in the noggin motherfucker. Alright? So like I said, you've come out of nowhere, we know nothing about you, you like to go to the dark side, hell, you call yourself Dr. Nightmare. Now, I don't know much, you know. I've had a few nightmares here and there, but that was when I was a child. Now, you see, when you're a child, you have nightmares. But you see, when you're a grown man, the reality is your whole life is a nightmare. Because you got to get up every day. You got to go to work, a place you don't like, deal with people you don't want to be around. Life is a living, breathing nightmare. So, young man, jump to reality and understand the nightmares around us. And as you may try to turn my my smile upside down and turn it into a frown, just know it's not coming off, bud. So, go to your dark side. 
bring out Dr. Nightmare, and I hope this comes to be a real battle. But I appreciate you showing up, and don't let your the, the door hit your ass on the way out, bud. For three years, you were warned to give in to the madness. You did not take heed. So Myers unleashed someone who did. Myers unleashed the demoness. <laughs> now, if you wish to survive, you must all give in to the madness. <laughs> You're all doomed.